La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou-glou-glou font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding-ding-dong. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum. Tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille. Rugby friends and welcome to a new edition of the French Rugby Connection with moi, your host, Véronique Landieu, and an extremely <laughs> over the moon, ecstatic. I, I am the token stud Toulousain presenter. Hello, it's Tom Dixon. I won't forget my name like Veronique just did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget your name. I just wanted to enthuse your name you know, with uh, the sound of, of victory. So congratulations. So oh. you got another T-shirt, I believe. Indeed, the T-shirt is on order. And it says 22 on the front. I, I was in, I was over-optimistic last week saying we were playing for our 23rd. It's not. It's 22nd that they got. But yeah, the boys went and done it. So I'm very happy. And what this game can give us such roller coasters of emotions we were down and out weren't we completely you say we you know obviously that had to be neutral neutral <laughs> for this podcast but you know any teams could have won and like tamak said at the end of the game when he was interviewed by media olympique you know rugby gods were on his side you know there was yeah. something magical that happened because he scored his very very last try in the last minutes of the game you know crushing the heart of the rochelais supporters as you know they were about to celebrate their ever first win top 14 uh, brenus yeah, they still haven't done it uh, done europe very well Well, but not France. Isn't that extraordinary? Yes. 29-26, the final score. Yes, there's always, always next year. And uh, Ronan Ogara took it very badly. He was a bit bitter (laughs) during the press conference. But we'll forgive him because, because obviously he was hurt. And once we are hurt, you tend to say things that you might at the later stage, you know, Uh, regret or, or not, but uh, no, it's, 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 it, it, it calls a spade a spade. In terms of game, what did you think about the quality of the game, about the tempo of the game, honestly? It, it was a typical French final. I don't know, somehow the English League puts many brilliant finals on with the lead changing and the scores big. But considering the weather was good, Uh, considering the ball was dry and we had the best players in the world, it really should have been a lot better. But it was tedious and boring. Why? Why are you saying it was tedious and boring? Because, I mean, I've seen the final at Twickenham two years ago, and that final was, I have to say, this very disappointing because, you know, there was 15 men against 14, but there was no no excitement, a bit slow. But what I like, the in that game is that the score was quite tight. Oh. But, but yeah, explain your rationale. Well, I think Toulouse took the game to La Rochelle, really, and said, I know you're strong, but hey, we can be strong as well. And so it was, it's forwards against forwards. It's like playing the box. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. muscle against muscle. And I do think that Toulouse were banking on some exhaustion right at the end of the game, when the rugby gods bring some luck their way, so long as they've got the confidence to chuck it around a bit. And so we can say that if that was a plan, it's succeeded. Uh, lots of expectation that. But Toulouse were bested. that They kept on giving away penalties every scrum. They weren't very good in touch. 
they're kicking the penalties. Roman Tomac missed a penalties at the end and put it over the dead and put, put it over the try line. It really wasn't a great demonstration of fine rugby that you'd expect at that level. And you are absolutely correct, you know, Tom. Scrum, they got penalised, I believe, four times. Oh. Yeah, in, indeed. And uh, so to play strong against a team that's acing you at the scrum is is a very brave thing to keep doing. But, um, it, yeah, it did come through. They, they were as tough as their opponents. I think fatigue did play a large part of it because having a semi-final, having a, a game the week before, never helped so 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 hey but it came through in the end and you get lucky if you stay in the game for long enough and keep believing in yourself and it was lucky that Roma managed to get the ball and go past five defenders and do what 70 yards it was yes Yes, I think. Yeah, and 70 yards. And okay, don't for our French listeners, what is 70 yards in meters? <laughs> it's about 66, that's add. Many people would say the same that a meter is a yard. There's not much difference. Right, okay, yeah. Absolutely incredible stroke of luck for uh, for Romain Tamak, things of beauty, similar to what uh, Denis Charvet achieved in 1989, I believe. Oh, that's a, that's a really old reference. But no, <laughs> the, the point with Romain Tamak is that he does get a lot of stupid criticism on how bad he is by people who don't understand the role he plays quietly being in the right position and getting the ball moving off this and making good decisions but he had had a few shocking plays just before the end of the match and people yes can had- you remind what happened for those listeners who may not have watched the match which was again again i have to say i was very disappointed i was spotted by some of our listeners some of our twitter followers it wasn't shown live on via play VR Play oh, is supposed yeah. to be the channel that shows a top 14 match. And that was really the key match that they were showing, I think, a few hours later. So what was the point? So fortunately, you know, TV5 Monde <laughs> was showing it in, in, in uh, live. And it was, I think, was sh- it was followed by some of our avid and uh, loyal <laughs> listeners across the world, from the US to Australia to the UK it's to a real from head, Wales. Real heads up to follow us on social media and get involved. Then you can see when we can see if there's a, a match on the internet or being shown in Britain or somewhere unusual, Veronique has the news. <laughs> did. I, I retweeted that several times, the your TV Monde link. Funnily enough, it didn't work in France. But we had the choice of FR2, which is a free-to-air channel, or Canal Plus, which is the, the main rugby channel and has the star commentators. So, so anyway, it was such an emotional match to watch. It was great. And I've got a question for you, Tom. Uh-huh. What would you say the audience rate was for uh, the top 14 final, watching Ooh. the game? Gosh, I've never thought of... Uh, in the ground, there's capacity of about 75,000. But on the telly, I've never thought of what... Okay, so I've got figures here. In France, uh, only have figures for France, for the final. It was followed by 3.5 million of television viewers on France 2, which is a free channel, channel, and 1 million on Canal Plus, which is the paid channel. So 4.5 million 
So it really demonstrates that uh, the uh, rugby in France is really growing exponentially. <laughs> Indeed. And free-to-air is so important as well for building up an audience because some of them go into the paying system afterwards. But uh, they learn to love the game when, when it's on free-to-air and hiding it away and then via play or whatever and then not showing the final is, uh, is kicking yourself in the foot. Shooting. And last year, Montpellier against Castres, whose score was 29-10 was watched by 3.2 million yeah. and 690,000 on Canal+. Plus. Uh, so, yes, it's definitely an increase because of the World Cup in a few in a few weeks' times now, not well, long. Well, and well, it was the right teams. I don't, with the best love in the world, Castro and Montpellier don't set the world alight in the same way as Toulouse and La Rochelle. Oh, um... <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, I hear what you are saying. Yes, I think on the pitch at one time there were t over 10 international playing. And I know that the all black and all the major players in the world watch that game yeah, of to prepare them, you know, for, okay, what's, what will France have in <laughs> their pocket during the, the World Cup? What could they do? I mean, uh, I mean, Tamak, what can I say? It was, he was exhausted. He did say, you know, that he had cramps, you know, he was really tired, but he saw that gap, yes. that gap, and he went through and wow, and he spared. And, and yeah, the rest is history. Everybody stood up. And I felt really sorry for the Stade Rochelet supporters. It's very, very sad, but that's a game. You always need to have a, a winner and a loser. It was so, so close for Stade Rochelet. Yeah. But they were absolutely exhausted. They just couldn't believe their eyes. And yeah, and poor Tamak, I think five minutes before, he, he missed his, his kick. Yeah. He, he would have been in disgrace. He would have had an awful down season. Yet he he had an en avant. He, he dropped the ball more than once, I think. He had his missed kick into the corner, went too far. So mm -hmm. that, and that would, looked like the last big attack from Stade Toulouse and they'd blown it. And both teams seemed to, to basically, they just looked like it was all over. There was nothing left to play for. But so, what, guess what? Guess what? One of his players, I believe it was a Siribal, told him, told Tatamak, he said, don't worry, the game is not finished. We still have four minutes. <laughs> yep. That, the number of times that Toulouse do score very late on in a match is, is, is huge, but that's all over rugby. Do you, do you remember when Reina Agawa used to kick in the 82nd minute, drop a goal for a victory? That would seem to be every other match. Oh, don't don't mention it. I remember it happened in during the Six Nation match against against France actually in the last <laughs> in the last dying second. I think it was in twenty nineteen, if my memory is good, or twenty twenty for good. But yes, yeah, it's a uh, sport can be very cruel. It can bring so much ecstasy, but also you know so much. I mean, broken broken heart. Hey, but let's not forget that La Rochelle they won the. The, the European Cup against all expectation because they were playing against Leinster in, 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 the, in, the, yeah, in the Irish rugby temple and yeah and they, they won the, the, that cup so you know it's, I think it was good for, for Toulouse as well to, to win because last year let's not forget they didn't win anything Neil 
null point. Yeah. So, yeah, it will bring, you know, for Monsieur Antoine Dupont, who is the captain of Toulouse and captain of Les Bleus as well, it will bring an extra level of, of confidence for, for the World Cup. But now, after the game, obviously, big, big, big party. And, <laughs> and they, they transformed the bath, you know, the recovery bath. They put some bubble bath in it. So they were all <laughs> jumping in. Some of them fully clothed, others with their pants on. One player I saw on social media was, was <gasps> in his birthday suit. Oh la la. Oh la la. <laughs> I but believe it, that Didier. Did you see the president of France drinking a beer with the boys? Very, very, very impressive. You know, yeah, Emmanuel yeah. Macron, he, he, he drank a beer in one go. In France, you say, un cul sec. Down How do you one. say that in English? Down in one. Down uh, in one. Very, but, very quick. But, but no, he wasn't quick. It was like, well, firstly, it was a Corona beer. And as we know, that tastes of nothing. And they named a virus out of it. But secondly, he, he took a very long time drinking it. And you Ooh, can I wouldn't the say... down at the end. <laughs> yes, yeah. I wouldn't say we name a virus after him. <laughs> long story, long story. Remember, you know, the boycott for Corona beer after the <laughs> the pandemic. But also, it's it's not fair because in the Stade de France, we, the public, aren't allowed to drink beer with alcohol in it. And I doubt whether that was a Corona Zero. If it was near those rugby players, they wouldn't have had alcohol-free beer. But anyway, no, it was lovely that he went in. It was very funny seeing him line up and shaking hands with all the players who obviously have one thing in mind, that's try and break his fingers. And, <laughs> and he has to smile. He must practice for, for weeks in advance, strengthening his hand. And who is it? somebody was asking him for a passport. That seems to be a tradition as well. So, so anyway, it was, a yes. good, it was a good lineup. It was a good game. The party afterwards went on not too late i understand they got to their train station in paris at 2 a.m um after the game let's not forget what emmanuel macron really praised them and said that you know the end is only the end until it's finally over and he was referring to romain tamak he had a few private words with romain tamak but romain tamak did say i'll keep that for myself romain tamak romain tamak was was really the hero, the man of the match with his last try. But, you know, it could have been another story. He could have been, he could have been the zero. He could have been the baddie. Exactly, exactly. But, no, uh, he so... was so emotional. I'd, I've already seen him that emotional. He was just so relieved to make amends for his less good play and to have amazingly delivered victory to his mates on a plate. Mm. Uh, roller coaster. well done skill and just believing in yourself yes after the game they went to a hotel in Montparnasse in which they celebrate you know the victory with their closest and family and friends and took the train and and you were there they say they arrive in I'm not sure whether they managed to sleep at all but they they arrive <laughs> in La Place de du Capitole in Toulouse on the double-decker bus and you uh, were there. Tell me what happened. Oh, 20,000 people. They've taken to, the fans have taken to setting off these smoke candle bombs thing in Rouge and Noir, which is an import from football, isn't it? But lots of people, lots of singing in the crowds. 
the the mayor was there, all the local bigwigs were there. Because it's actually the first time in Toulouse that they are holders of the soccer cup of France as well as the rugby. I remember rugby. I remember you saying that last week. Yes, that's amazing. And also the reserve teams have a competition and the Stade Toulouse reservists won the Bouclier de Brennus des Espoirs. And there's a lovely photo with young Tio Natamak. Yes. Uh, with his with, with his hair dyed, as all of them had, going around with the Bouclier de Brennus des Espoirs outside the Marche Victor Hugo on Wednesday night. I managed to share a congr- congratulatory Corona type beer with them. So, and and you didn't mention it. There was a picture that was taken after the game with the bouclier de Brenus with Tio, who had, like you said, he dyed his hair blonde. Okay, with Rome and and Papa Tamak, Emil Tamak, who's a perfect gentleman. I really, really enjoy speaking with him on the podcast French Rugby Connection two years ago when I interviewed him as well. So listeners, you can you can go back, you can listen to to his, his twist chat with me. Absolutely a very nice uh, down to earth. And he's very heavily involved in Toulouse. Uh, he's got dealings working with the academy. Okay. Bringing the youngsters through. That's very noble cause. Yes, I certainly see him around a lot. And sometimes in Mr. Brennan's hostelry, where you can get a damn burger. You have to uh, mention that the, one. The Bouclier de Brennus continued its journey. Over the next two weeks, it gets treated very badly and taken to various hostelries. It's on the Place Saint-Pierre the other night, I saw, so which is a student drinking area. And it was indeed at behind the bar at Brennan's Snug in Say on the outskirts of Toulouse. And I think today it went off with the team bus to Le Cat Plage, which is a Mediterranean beach around two hours east of here. Yes, absolutely. You are right. They did the pub crawl, the usual pub crawl <laughs> with the bouclier de Brenus. Must have been really interesting. And they're off to a plage, a beach in Port Baccarès, uh, where, you know, like I said in the last episode, you know, Tamak will probably show off his, his surfboarding skills <laughs> like he does. <laughs> I think, you know, it's going to be a crazy three, four days, but they, w- they will have, fortunately, they've got some time off and in two weeks' time, they would be back with Les Bleus. Obviously, the 10 or maybe 12 international between, you know, La Rochelle and, and Toulouse and they're going to train in, not in Marcosi, but in sunny Monaco. Oh, that's so lovely. Oh, that's, I think this, uh, yes. what can I say? It's a golden place to, <laughs> to play rugby. Monaco is the place where you got the highest number of millionaires, I believe. There are about 24,000 millionaires. I, every in, time uh, I go there, they say you're bringing the average down. Get away quickly. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you're only there for the day anyway. You know, <laughs> yeah, I can't afford there. to stay there at night again. And actually, that reminds me, I interviewed a lovely, lovely, one of my favorite, uh, Dan Lugar, ah. who, who lives there. You know, who, yes, he's doing he'll be, well. He'll be mm. popping by. Yes, yes. Dan Lugar was part of the World Cup team who lifted the World Cup That's 20 good. years ago. Yeah, you're right. So the season ended correctly. It was a great celebration of rugby. It was exciting. The team that finished number one in the league finished number one in the final. And the team that finished number two in the league finished two in the final. 
They were extremely good. I, La Rochelle is still mo- moving on up, and it's frightening to imagine where they'll be. The guy who uh, Midi Olympique gives the only three stars of the match is Jack Willis, who <gasps> was oh, amazing. To clear out. And so hats off to him, and he has signed to Toulouse for another year or so. I just hope that the England organization can keep him in white for the internationals. Emmanuel Meafu, we may hear any day now whether he's allowed to play for France in the World Cup, but he went off injured in the 58th minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's some problem with his foot. So he may be out for a few weeks because of that anyway. I don't think it's massively terrible injury but his world cup hopes or the unexpected possibility of him being allowed to join the french team has taken a knock because he won't be fit at least to start with i believe that was the only injured player from the game on on saturday indeed fabian galtier will be very relieved so so do you think it's okay if i get a season ticket for stade toulouse for next year again now they're (laughs) champions Oh, come on. There's a queue now. There's a queue. I, I, I have priority. I get to keep my seats. Thank yes. You. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Tom, as you always wear your beret. And what do you sit in Ernest Vallon? Well, I sit almost on the front line next to the subs bench. Of the course. That's the best place to be when I was a season ticket for Saracens before they redid the stadium. I was exactly in the same position, just a few meters away from the sub bench as well. So I could, you know, the, I could greet, support, applaud the players, the likes of Sarah Billy Vinipola and Vincent Koch. They could hear me loud and clear, that's for sure. But then they demolished the stadium and supporters are much further away. So now I watch Saracen game on TV. It's been a wonderful top 14 season with lots of up and down. And Pro um, Day 2 as well. And Pro Day 2 as well, yes. It's very exciting. And so now our season is over. But the, the international the friendlies are about to start in a few weeks' time. And as far as we are concerned, next year we will be back with, this time, existing rugby players from the top 14 and also former players that will join us on our virtual sofa with Veronique and Tom Dixon. We'll be back occasionally during the World Cup, won't we? So we take our break, but only for a little while. We'll relax and have a virtual beer with the with the Stud Toulousain players. Yes, it's been great to have Tom Dixon, my co-host this oh. year, oh. and I hope you enjoy this uh, his company. And it's been great fun. Au revoir. La pendule fait tic tac tic tic. Les oiseaux du lac pic pac pic pic. Glou 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche ding ding dong. Mais boum. Quand notre cœur fait boum, tout avec lui dit boum, et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille.